When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he won't bait and switch our audience, Ryan Nelson. Justin, did we not learn anything from the game and the movie Clue? We learned because the nothing. butler always does it. <laughs> You're correct. We learned nothing from Clue. Absolutely nothing at all. So, uh, which is one of my favorite movies. So it's, it's sad that I didn't learn yes. anything from that movie. So, uh, if you have been listening to the podcast since we started back in January, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the final episode of Only Murders in the Building, at least the final episode of the second season. Let me clarify that. Uh, if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by writing us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. and If you have time, write us a review while you're over there at Apple. Uh, if you do write a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on air next time we record. And we are now welcoming Ryan back. Ryan was not with us for our episode two coverage of House of the Dragon. We were thankful for Blake to step in and fill his shoes for us. But we're glad to have Ryan back. I'm not going to ask him about Game of Thrones. He's watched some of it, but he hasn't finished watching all of it. So we'll talk a little bit more about his thoughts on episode two when we do episode three this coming weekend. But let's just go ahead and kind of get into this. It's the season finale. It's... What just let's just let's just say this. What's your thoughts, Ryan? Let me just kind of get that. Well, let me just start off by uh, appreciating my cousin Blake Curran for jumping in and doing yes. a fantastic job. So I appreciate that. Uh, I watched the finale again today, and I had the same reaction. This was fantastic. Yes, it was. They nailed it, especially the killer reveal party. Right. And then you drop. Paul freaking <laughs> right. run at exactly. the end to be to be the full person in season three. Holy cow! And I knew Paul Rudd was going to be in it because I would like to choke uh, <laughs> Only Murders in the Building variety. They released it like at noon, right before I watch that. Like Paul Rudd has signed up for season three, and I was like, "Damn it!" Now I know he's going to be in the finale. It's still. Still right. delivers, especially the way I can't imagine for like you who had not seen I had it not, when yeah. he walks out that door. I just can't imagine well, how excited people. Yeah, are. when he walked out the door, I was like, I was like, was that was that Paul Rudd? I was like, that kind of looked like it, kind of sounded like him. And then when they actually show him in a little bit more slow because they he's in a rush once he he goes out, I'm like that is Paul Rudd. What is he doing on the show? Yeah. And and there he was, and he's going to be an integral part of season three. Like I said, I don't know well, how, how much he's going to actually appear on screen because he's dead, obviously, but, yeah. but he's still going to be part of it. I think he's going to be a big part. And the thought of him and Steve Martin 
feuding for yes. nearly 10 episodes. Yes. I, I nearly had a heart attack. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Like I said, well, obviously we'll get flashbacks and we'll get them doing some stuff from whatever has transpired over the past year because there's a, a year jump from the... But the there's a year jump in the course of the season finale, so we'll, we'll get that, and I'll, I'll be can't wait to find out what all took place. I, I really can't. So. And let's be honest, like you don't get a lot of villain Paul Rudd. This is very rare. Right. Paul Rudd has actually filmed some scenes where he was <laughs> a bad guy. One of them is in the movie Bridesmaid. And he is so beloved. It tested so badly that they removed it. Yeah. <laughs> from I the, from the movie. So, yeah, yeah. So, that it's going to be interesting to watch. Oh, yeah, it will be. It will be. Before we get into that, let's let's kind of start back at the beginning, though. You know, I'll be real honest with you, Ryan. I, I, I would love, I would absolutely love to have been a fly on the wall in the writer's room when they were discussing, you know, what are our plot lines going to be? How are we going to get from point A to point Z at the end of this thing? And I would have been loved to have been a fly on the wall when they were discussing their penultimate episode, episode nine, when they are saying, you know what, let's, let's make our viewers think that we're doing the same thing in episode nine that we did last season by revealing the killer. And we'll actually make them think that, that Michael Rappaport and Tina Fey are a couple. That's going to be great. Yeah. That's just going to be fantastic. I mean, they're, they're going to actually think those two are together, which makes no sense whatsoever, but they're still going to think it because of the way we're going to set but, it up. <laughs> but her, Oliver, the sexual chemistry between those two was off the charts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. Where did he come up with that? Yeah, I know. That just kind of came out of nowhere. So, yeah, it's... Uh, okay, let's just kind of talk about this. So... Like I said, this is a bait, this is a bait and switch is what they do on this, and kudos to them because look, Michael Rapport was involved in this, so they they do at least telegraph us that like they did in the first season. So they do follow some of the same they do follow some of the same patterns, some of the same ploys that they used in the first season. But you know, it's just so incredibly smart to do what they did by setting it up because look, we even talked about this you talked about how you know you want to see him make out because that just seems so weird yes. <laughs> there's a reason it yes. seems weird because it would never happen yeah. and then i talk about in the show last week i'm like you know and we haven't seen them on screen yet and it's because they're not together on screen right. at any point uh I mean, and and you know another thing We've, we talked about, I don't know how many times, every time Rappaport has come up, we've mentioned, man, they're using him perfectly, just right. the right amount. He is barely in Barely this. in this. Mm-hmm. And that is all I need. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, they he basically... He makes his mark. Yeah. <laughs> he's arrested and he's in handcuffs at the end of the episode, and that's about all we get from him in this episode. Well, we, we, see, we, see, we see a brief flashback. Yeah, that's true. Like right. Two, yeah. Minutes of, two minutes most of screen time with him and Poppy together. Yeah, that's true. When they were kind of in bed together. So, yeah, you're right. When they're yeah. talking. That's true. I'd forgotten about that. But, yeah, like I said, they, they do a smart thing. They make us think they're going to do what they did in the first season by trying to make us think they've revealed the entire, for the most part, you know, who the killer is and, and how it transpired. And then they throw us a curveball by just showing us that, hey, Cinda Keating was not the only person there at that bar that night. And the person he actually saw was Poppy or Becky or whoever we want to call this woman. Uh, like yeah. I said, it's really good. It's just really well done. Uh, but what makes it great is... When they are setting this whole thing up, they they have the meeting at the very beginning with Poppy, and they're talking to her, and they realize, you know, they're talking to her about Becky and everything that happened in Oklahoma. 
and they get this piece of information at the very end, but we don't know what it is, and we just kind of assume that we're getting more information about uh, about Cindy Canning and Tina Fey's character. At least that's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah, and yeah. it leads to this this great confrontation that they set up with a bunch of people in the apartment building, a bunch of people coming together to help them out. And they also bring in Alice who we haven't seen a whole lot of here recently. She, she yeah. showed up a little bit in episode, episode nine, they bring Cinda and Poppy back in to confront Cinda. We assume that's what we're doing. We're confronting Cinda in this and that's what they start out doing. And then it just kind of emerges and evolves from there. I will say this, when they decide to switch it to Alice, did you think it was her? Were you ever at any point no. worried? See, I was a little bit. I no. thought I thought that was actually a pretty good ploy if they were going that way. But So I was kind of thinking that. Yeah, I, 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 just, I didn't feel her for, for whatever reason. And um, let's also, besides Lucy, they brought in all the red herrings that yes, they had did. been mm-hmm. throwing out there. They're mm-hmm. all in the same room. They're all in the same room. Jonathan was there. Uh, yeah. You, got, you got Alice Marv. there. Who was who, who'd you say? Uh, Marv Lester. Oh yeah, they're all there too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, so they've got uh, them all Howard, out there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought was just so interesting. Like I said, I thought that I thought Alice was. I thought they were actually pointing it towards Alice, and I was like, oh, they are doing something different. Until she went to stab him. At that point, once I realized yeah, that she's yeah, stabbing yeah. him, I'm like, oh, okay, they're not killing Steve okay. Martin in this. You're right. I take that back. It was the stabbing when I knew she wasn't involved. Right. Yeah. Before that, I thought you know because we kind of had thought maybe somehow she's involved because mm-hmm. I still still had never uh, uh, figured out her character. Right. But uh, yeah, when the stabbing happened, I was like, oh, she's in on it too. Yeah, because at that moment, I was like, they're not killing Steve Martin in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of the yeah. writers, executive yeah. producers. Yeah. He's not going away for this. So I, I, yeah. I felt that's when I was like, okay, this is, this is fake. They're doing something else here. And I wasn't sure what they were doing, but once they start to. Once they start to bring in the fact that it is Poppy that was responsible for this, it all made sense. And like I said, let's let's talk about just is there anything that didn't work this time? Because we kind of talked about a couple of things in in our text back and forth. Was there anything that didn't work for you in this in this finale? You know, the, the Jonathan stuff. I'm still and and the whole Lucy right. being involved was just weird. Mm-hmm. But you know. I, I listened to like a, a, a podcast of the murders, only murders and build official podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they had the writers on and they said, we wanted this to be a disorienting season for all everyone okay. because we had to totally do things different. Cause it's the second season. Right. We had to totally did, uh, make things confusing for our fans, for the original three. So there were a lot more red herrings and stuff than, than before. And I think that's, I think that's what they did. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, we just have to understand that. So, uh, you know, if you really wanted to be, if you were a person that really nitpicked murder mysteries, you could be annoyed by those, but right. it, it's, they got to do it. Yeah, they have to do it. And I will say this. I mean, that's kind of where we were talking is, you know, the whole Lucy and Jonathan of it all. They bring in Jonathan here at the very end and they have him sneeze, you know, just kind of throw you off the scent there. 
and like when we talked about this, that's one thing that we I, we did get right is we didn't we never truly believed that he was actually going to be part of it. That something that always felt like more of a red herring than anything else. The Lucy part aspect of it, uh, it's interesting that basically they introduced this character to us, even though. Well, let me get that in a second. They introduce this character to us basically so that somebody can hear Poppy sneeze. And that's kind of the reason that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a kind of a weird thing to bring into a, to an episode. But the one thing that I think is very true about this show, and the one thing I think that is very evident, is they are not going to... If they put something in here, if they put something in the show, just because it's in season two, doesn't mean they won't use it in season three. Something they use in season right. one, they could bring back into season three. Uh, I mean, the whole... They said that on the podcast. Oh, did they? Anything that has been mentioned, any person you have seen, because they, you know, Lucy was mentioned multiple times on one. the first mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really think, and I would love to see it, I could see Poppy and Jan being buddies in prison. Yeah, I that, would that, love that, to see that. That could actually happen. I bet. I bet it does happen. To be perfectly honest with yeah, you, yeah, it wouldn't surprise it's me at all. Hilarious. And it's so, interesting like, that gone with. I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about this. This is the second time they've done a female killer. I mean, yeah. uh, Michael Rappaport was involved, but he didn't actually kill anybody in this. He right, was, right, he was right. involved with it, but he didn't kill anybody. So I think it's very interesting they went with two killers that are yeah. female because that's typically yeah, just not the case. Is. Yeah, you're right about that. That is interesting. Yeah, but yeah, it's like I said. It's they're going to pull just because they introduced Jonathan and we don't really do much with him until episode ten, and they bring him in in episode eight. Don't really do anything with him until episode ten. They bring in Lucy. They use her at certain points really a lot. They back off of her at certain points. We're going to see her again too at some point in season three, and she'll probably have a pivotal yeah. part in oh, season yeah. three. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with this with this show because that was one of the things that when we were texting back and forth, I, I, you know, we were kind of wondering like why why introduce Jonathan in this episode eight and not really have him involved in this? And it was like, well, you know, they're probably just going to use him somewhere else, and I think that's going to end up being the case. We'll probably well, he's probably going to be in the cast of this play yeah. on mm-hmm. Broadway. That, and then that also, makes sense. Mm-hmm. The the other thing they mentioned, and this is something that we need to be aware of. The the recurring characters, and I'm talking about all of them, yes, including mm-hmm. Amy Schumer, they're not signed up to long-term contracts right. like the top three. Right. So they have to work around their schedule. Amy Schumer was hosting the Oscars. Right. <laughs> so at some point, she wasn't like you know able. I guarantee they mentioned one of the characters who was going to have a big, a much bigger part was filming in uh, in Australia, and they couldn't use him. I guarantee that was Detective Williams. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. It would, yeah. it would make, I think make a lot of sense. If it, Jonathan could have been another one that they may have filmed other scenes. Right. And they got cut for whatever reason, and maybe they could have used him more. So that's something we need to think about, you know, moving forward. Because yeah. they were mentioning, like, everyone who's not in the regular cast, uh, they, they wanted to – Tina Fey – was going to be in more and then the, she wasn't available. So that's like, that's something to keep in mind. So then that makes it good that they keep using these different people right. mm-hmm. because you bring back Amy Ryan and Jane Lynch over and over again. I'm not going to complain. No, I'm not either. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's like you said, bringing the people in using what they have when they can, it's credit to their, to their storytelling because they don't always know what, when they start this thing, when they start filming it, they don't know who they'll have when they'll have it. So they just make the best of, of whoever it is that they are actually, they have on set with them and who they have the most available. So it's good. It's, it's a credit to them and to the show that they 
put on with this because I, like I said, I would not have thought that you could do that show like that, but Hey, you know what? They're, doing, know. they're making the best of it. So good for them. Um, like I said, this whole, this whole thing, the way that it, it ends up developing, like I said, it's, it's one of the things I like about this show and it is a ongoing story. It is not going to just be because so many, so many shows, they may have callbacks to season one or season two or, or previous seasons of a show, but they don't integrate it nearly as intricately as this show has done some of theirs. I mean, to go back and get that podcast from from the first season, that is what kind of brings them together as a group. Right. You know, that's a really big detail. You can't, I mean, uh, you can't really tell somebody. Yeah, I guess you could tell somebody they could probably jump in to season two, but it, they may have a little bit of a hard time kind of following some of the stuff that we don't really know. I mean, they try to get you caught up with the, you know, previously on because they always put that stuff in there, but it's, it's not going to flow as well. So they really want you to have been bought into this since the beginning. And if you don't you need to go back and watch it because it it does make it a little bit more difficult. Go ahead. If it's interesting, you mentioned that I watched the previously on Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh man, they telegraph who the killer was. And I didn't even hit it. I didn't even notice it. When they show the previously on, uh, they show where uh, Poppy mm-hmm. is the one f- making up the names of the podcast. She's like, I'm the one who's thinking of oh, these. Yeah, and, right. I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, man, now that you've seen that, yeah. mm-hmm. they're showing you that she's the brains behind the whole right. thing, the, yeah. whole, you know, the whole time. And I was like, oh, man, they're, they're telegraphing it. We, yeah, we, they are. You're it right. was right in front of us. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're I'm sitting right about that. that. That's exactly what they do. And like I said, I I wasn't expecting Poppy to be involved. I, I thought she, the, with the way that they had set it up in episode nine, with the way that they were selling at the beginning of episode 10, I, I wasn't thinking she was involved. I thought she was, and we kind of found out in episode 10 that it appears that she is just kind of hiding from Cindy Canning. At least that's what we kind of think. Yeah. And so, like I said, I wasn't even, that, her being the one responsible for this whole thing, wasn't even on my radar until they finally start to reveal a couple of things there. But what's great about the reveals when they're truly trying to confront confront Cindy Canning is they've got all these notes about these things that bothers, bother her, the slow motion. I'm like, Uh, this was, it's what's great about it is in different hands, this doesn't work as well. And this is why you need a Steve Martin and uh, a, yes, uh, Martin Short. This is Martin why you Short. need them. It's because yes. they are comedic actors and they know how to pull this off. Whereas a lot of other people, if you just try to go get a big name for these roles, they're not going to be able to do it. Well, did you n- realize when he, when Steve Martin started the slow motion, what he was doing? I did not. What? I did not. I no. When he started, oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, once I was it, like, what, what it, took me a second? What is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was like, he looks like, one of my favorite Steve Martin movies, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, yeah. Scoundrels. He looked like Rupert. Yeah, he did. he was did. playing the Rupert character, when he started out, I was like, is he about to do Rupert? And then I realized, oh, he's doing slow motion. <laughs> and I'll tell you also, uh, Oliver's right. The inside of a tomato is kind of gross and yeah, creepy yeah, looking. That's why I don't like them. I don't like yeah. tomatoes for that yeah. very reason. But when he... <laughs> But he did the slow motion and then cutting the tomato. The tomato, right. Oh, I was done. Done. 
and what's uh, what's funny is this stuff probably actually does bother Cindy Canning because like yes. Poppy's coming telling them this, so she's not telling them something that would be fake. I mean, she yeah, they're yeah, probably yeah. this is probably something that actually does bother Cindy Canning yeah. in, in this show, which is just kind of comical when you think about it. Um, you know, they kind of close up some plot lines as well. You know, we we, we did get one thing right. We did feel like uh, Oliver's son didn't believe him we, we, yeah. and he kind yeah. of reveals that as well i don't remember what the what he said that made him remember that he wasn't that he didn't believe him but uh but he did have well, he that, said it was uh he said i know all your tales oh that's right he knows all his tales that's right but he has a great line after that you know if you're not something about if you're not my dad then nobody is i don't know what a father i is. know what a father is exactly so i mean you know really good stuff from from those two to kind of cinch that up got some nice little bit of closure between alice and uh mabel i yeah. uh, got a little bit of closure yeah. between there and she paints over her beautiful painting that's in in her paint yeah. in her bedroom. I don't know why they did that, but nevertheless, because like, I like that painting. To be perfectly honest yeah. with you. Well, I also like how they wrapped up the the Will and Oliver part because now we can see Nathan Lane, yeah, mm-hmm. and and Teddy again. Right, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you know, I like that because they both had really great. Well, they had great episodes in the mm-hmm. first season, but they. You know, when they brought them back in season two, they they had really strong episodes. What some of the ones we liked the most with 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 the scenes with those two. Mm-hmm. So I like that we can come back to them. There's no, there's not that animosity between uh, Oliver, uh, you know, right now. But I mean, there always, always could be. <laughs> but like, I like that we can bring them back. Yeah, I, I do too. I like that. I like the fact that we can bring them back as well. Um, like I said, just a lot of really good stuff there closing up uh, and. Oliver gets the call that he they want him to direct uh, this. I guess it's a play, not a musical. Uh, they want him to direct this play. And this is when it transports us. It says one year later, uh, we get the Oliver outside the person's door. I don't remember what uh, Paul Rudd's actor's name was in this. It's Ben, ben I believe, I think Ben something. Yeah, I think you're right. And he comes storming out because apparently he doesn't get along with somebody. We don't know who that is that he doesn't get along with. But he comes storming out. Uh, Oliver goes into the crowd, which I, I was like, do, do directors really watch it from the crowd? I was, I was struggling with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm never, not sure all that. Yeah, but nevertheless, uh, Mabel, you know, she says that great line, you know, uh, as long as I'm not around to murder or something like that, it's just fantastic. Uh, which yes. she, and of yes. course, obviously, then Paul Rudd ended up dying on stage. Uh, but, well, he has an argument with Steve Martin. Right. He has, the, he has the argument with Steve Martin, which is, going to be like i said i can't wait to find out what this is going to entail i don't know yeah yeah let's let's speculate now (laughs) who who is the woman he's been harassing is it is it steve martin's potential girlfriend the makeup artist is it is paul rudd lucy's uh uh, i guess that's true i guess we could get is paul rudd dating mabel yeah that that could be a possibility uh i'm trying to think because paul rudd is in an age where he could He's in his early fifties now. The makeup lady is played by Andrea Martin, a uh, comedy legend from like SCTV. Right. She's probably like seventy. Right. So, like, but you know, she still looks good. He could be harassing her. He easily could be Lucy's, you know, stepfather. Right. And I mean, Paul Rudd 
looks good and he's so famous actor he easily could be dating mabel well he could he looks like he is the same age as mabel because that man is not the other thing today so i mean if they want to make him 30 he can pass it for 30 in this in this so there's there's no question about that i mean good grief that man has not aged can can, can we want to speculate where we're wrong what what, (laughs) who he will be harassing yeah i know uh like i said i think you hit all the high ones maybe he's going after alice now maybe uh maybe that's where he's going oh yeah maybe he stole alice from uh mabel maybe so uh like i said it's just when i saw him i obviously felt like he was as soon as i see him on screen i'm like okay well he's going to die <laughs> i felt pretty confident yeah, about yeah, that yeah. i was like i like he's gonna die so i don't know see i wasn't sure i thought maybe he would end up being framed for murder i really okay I, yeah i just kind of thought he was but, gonna die. well yeah, I wasn't sure because, and then I'll, I will say when when him and Steve Martin started arguing, I was like, okay, where's this going? Yeah, and the reason why I thought he was going to die is because I didn't see the thing that you saw about him, about from Variety about how he has been signed on for season three. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I yeah, didn't yeah. see that, so I just assumed that he was going to die and he wouldn't be there. He may be the person that they're investigating, but he wouldn't have to provide that much time to the show if he's not doing anything more than flashbacks or anything like that. So that's the reason why I was, because I was very yeah. confused. Like, all right, this man's got Marvel stuff going on. He's got a whole lot of other stuff yeah. going on. So how's he going to find time to get work this show in? But I'm sure whatever he is going to be doing, his parts will be limited and they won't have to get him to do a whole lot. And they can probably knock it out pretty quick if I had to guess. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's going to be the interesting thing is, and I'm sure they're going to drag out whatever it is that these two hate each other about and whatever it is that, he has been doing to harass somebody for, for, for Steve, right. uh, the, that Charles is whoever it is that Charles is close to, whoever it is that he's, he's been harassing. They're going to draw that out and they're going to make us think on multiple occasions that it's one person when it's another person. Uh, they'll do that quite a bit next year, next yeah. season. I feel yeah. confident about. So, but yet, yeah, they, oh man, it was, it's, it's, it's just exciting to know that Paul Rudd is going to be yeah, in season three. Yeah. Like I said, I did not see that coming and I was just really, really surprised when I saw it because like I said, it took me a second to figure out, I was like, yeah. is that really him? Cause he, he's got the hat on, he's got the trench coat on and it kind of makes him look a little bit less obvious. But then when you see him talk, you hear him talk, you're like, Oh yeah, that is definitely Paul Rudd. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. just got that certain cadence about him. So, uh, like I said, it was a it was a really good it was a really good finale to a really good show, and I can't wait for whatever they bring to us in season three. And look, if Hulu continues to do what they've done, you know we can expect season three right around the end of May, early June. Or, oh yeah, or somewhere because yeah. they seem they seem to push them out right about a year later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which yeah. makes me happy <laughs> to be perfectly honest. With yeah, you. yeah. So, uh, what else you want to talk about with this show before we get on to anything else? So I, the other thing that they uh, brought up on this podcast was that the cast did not know who it was until the last episode. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's cool. They, I, they, I like that. Poppy knew, Poppy knew, but the rest of them did not know. And she filmed a couple of the scenes mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the, the walkway or whatever, right. what was it called? The, the but, secret passageway, the hallway, the yeah. secret passageway. And, but, um, a lot of times it was a male or female stunt double. So that you couldn't figure out who it was. I like that. So they kind of, so the, the cast didn't know. In fact, the, the, the girl Poppy was on the, the the actor and she said at one point, Saluda Gomez goes, you're going to end up being the killer. Aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. So that was, I I really liked that, that they, they uh, didn't know. And then, um, let me just say, uh, 
Yeah, we mentioned the the a lot more red herrings. You know, we mentioned Jonathan right. Howard all used all over the place. He was, with red mm-hmm. herrings. He had the black eye. Mm-hmm. He's with Jonathan. It looks like Jonathan's like there's something there. And like he's about every episode. I think he probably was in every episode. They used him a lot this season. Yeah, they used him quite uh, a bit. Definitely as one. And then Alice being a huge one. Lucy, uh, the 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 main the mega fans, Marv, right. mm-hmm. you know, Lester throwing out that line about I may have let the person in. Nina, mm-hmm. you know, uh early on and then um Ursula, the lady at the front desk yeah. with the with the, the goat's milk or right. whatever, the gut milk. <laughs> you know, they they really did a good job of using that cast that we're we're used to seeing and then like saying, Oh man, are they gonna end up being the one? So I, I thought that was really good. And then also the lines, man, Martin Short was uh throwing them out there. Yeah, it was again when he he started out with Don't hurt the player. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the player hate the game right. i was laughing just the way he said it slater gomez like uh you know don't don't ever say that again <laughs> and then they talk about uh they need to tor- torture cindy so they could get a confession out yes. and he says we we need to torture her charles get, get your get your uh concertina yes. and your kid best stories <laughs> And then Tina Fey was also really funny on this one, including, you know what rhymes with art. <laughs> yeah, they had some good ones going this in this episode, to say the least. It was it was really good. Yeah. And like I said. Oh, and one more line. And this was, when he said this, I wrote this down because like, I, I'm, I know what you're doing, writers. Early on, like two, three minutes in the episode, Oliver says, this really isn't feeling like a finale. Yes. Uh-huh. You're right. I was like, that is a <laughs> wink to the camera. Yeah. And then also uh, the 14th sandwich. I like how that was used, how it mm-hmm. sounded like 14 Savage. And that is one of the worst sandwiches I've ever yes, heard. Liverwurst and marmalade. My yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, liverwurst is just bad by itself, period. Yeah. But let's let's throw some yeah. marmalade on it. Yeah, that'll make it better. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. And, and one last thing. I love knowing that Lester, the doorman, graduated from Juilliard. <laughs> that was great. I forgot about what that. Was roommates with the, with the famous writer. Now he's a famous actor. He's everywhere. Tracy Letts, and uh, like, uh, but just decided it was too hard. <laughs> it, it, it had had some demons, and now he's a doorman. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was great. That. And Steve Hart was like, "Oh wow, I didn't know that." He's like. No, it's not real. <laughs> like, no, why would I do that? Yeah, it was yeah, great. Uh, yeah, just fantastic. Because, I mean, he was delivering like it was believable. I was right with yeah, Steve yeah. Martin. He was like, oh, wow, does that really happen? No, of course not, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just good yeah. stuff all around. So, all right, shall we do our season rewards then? Let's do it. All right, up first, we have, well, let's go ahead and explain what the awards are. They are all yes. based on the six characters of Friends. So, we have the Rachel, the Joey, the Chandler, the Phoebe, the Monica, and the Ross. What is who gets your Rachel, which is the star, the person who sh- uh, stood out the most to you in the second season of Only Murders in the Building? So I'm going to do a shocking thing. I'm not going to pick Co on this. Oh, one. really? Oh, wow. And I'm going to do that because it'll make it easier for a couple of other ones. This is a person we've talked about from the very first moment. This show doesn't work if this person isn't extremely good. And it's Selena Gomez. It is. Yeah, it is. And she has gotten better and better. Uh, I got to give it to her, Rachel. 
Steve Martin and Martin Short were always already a Rachel. Yes, they were. And so, so go for ahead. her to, to to just stand toe to toe with them, right? You got to give it to her. Well, and she brings the the other element to the show because this is this is a comedy, but it's not a straight up comedy. We talked quite a bit about this yeah. throughout the course of this show. She, when they need to go to a more dramatic element, when they need to get a little bit more serious, that's when they go to her. Uh, they let Steve yeah. Martin and Martin Short they let them do the thing they've been doing for. 30, 40 years, or however long it's been, maybe 50 years uh, now. Think about probably, it. Cl- yeah, closer to 50. <laughs> uh, so they let them kind of do their thing when, you know, they're doing the comedy stuff and they're just kind of letting them, letting them loose. But when they've got to bring it, dial it back in, because this is a show about murder, uh, when they got to get to that serious element, when they got to kind of bring everybody back in, that's when they go to Selena Gomez and she's the one who has to pull that part of it off. And if she can't, then the show is far less successful than what it has been. Yeah. And she does does a great job. So I'm right there with you. She gets the Rachel hands yeah. down. So next is the Joey, a character you just love. Isn't necessarily the star of the show, but is just a character you just love regardless. Who is your Joey? The, this person is the Joey in anything they have ever been in. And it's Steve Martin. It is you Steve can't Martin. be, you cannot be not happy when you see Steve Martin in anything you're excited. Even he rarely does cameos back right. in the day, but when he did like, uh, what's the, uh, little shop of horrors and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Like right. when mm-hmm. he, you know, you're always happy. Steve Martin is the Joey. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, he's, he's funny in his own right. So, I mean, you could put him with the Chandler, but yeah. I think there's a better choice for Chandler. Uh, but yeah. he is just, I mean, he's just a, a delightful presence to see on screen. He doesn't always necessarily have the, the laugh out loud knee slapping moments in this show, but he's just has these, these fun little moments that he has always, whenever he's on screen, it's always just a fun time. And that's one of the reasons why I think he's perfect for the Joey's, which takes yeah. us to the Chandler, which is the person who made you laugh the most. So who is your Chandler? We've talked about him every episode. He, it's Martin Short. Yeah, it's he's Martin the funniest Short. personal machine. He's maybe the funniest human being alive. I'm hoping younger people find him again. You know, I love how he always finds a way. You know, the Father and the Bride movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, he like he finds his way to be in stuff where a new audience can find him, and he is just one of the funniest people especially when he's delivering one-liners and this mm-hmm. show is tailor-made for him yeah he has tons of just incredible lines in this in this show and most of them are just absolutely laugh out loud funny and he is just fantastic uh to watch in this show i mean he is he is in his bag to say the least throughout the course of uh both first and the second season to be perfectly honest with you uh just great stuff from him Uh, laughing throughout almost every time that he's on screen like i said he does get the you know the laugh out loud knee slapping moments he gets those uh next is the phoebe the kind of the oddball character the character who uh, is just a little bit different than everybody else who is your phoebe so this is the one I'm doing some codes on okay? because there were some characters that we mentioned that like, I just couldn't figure out what they were doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Lucy and Jonathan are two of them. Mm-hmm. And then I would put Poppy here. Cause yeah. like, I, you know, even though she ends up being the killer, but like, I was like, so what is the deal with this character all along? Right. And so she, she was the oddball. And then, like I said, I would add Lucy and Jonathan cause I could never figure out what, what, what they were actually doing with them. Yeah, it, it's Poppy for me. That's who I ended up going with. And Poppy, I never can remember who plays Poppy. Who played Poppy? Uh, Adina Ver- Verson. Uh, so, yeah. like I said, to me, she was the quintessential 
Phoebe in this because she was just so odd. She, she, and especially when they start to reveal her backstory, it's like, I mean, she impersonates somebody. Uh, she just takes on a different persona so she can get a job with this podcast host that she idolizes. Uh, yeah. S- like fakes her own death. I mean, it, it's pretty much a quintessential uh, Phoebe in this in this regard. So. Yeah. Well, I will, I, and credit them for changing her accent yes. and mm-hmm. making her look completely different. Yeah, they so did. Mm-hmm. That was somewhat believable. Yeah, it was. You're you're right about that. So uh, next is the Monica. Not necessarily a character you like, you dislike. It's just a character that has an important role in the show. Who is your Monica? I mentioned this person uh, a few minutes ago and how they had a much bigger role. I went with Howard because he really did a lot of lifting this episode, this season. And he was really funny too. And there were several times they make it look like they kind of point to him to being the killer. He also looks like he's just creepy. And then every once in a while you feel sorry for him and he, and he does something that's heartwarming. So I went with Howard. I I think he, they did a really good job and I think we're going to see a lot more of him in season three. Yeah, I think we will too. I actually go with Lucy just because of the fact that the the, the hearing yeah. the sneeze was such an important part of figuring out who did this. And that's the reason I'm going with hers because like I said, even though it's a small thing, that her being in the in the secret passageways inside the apartment building on that night and hearing and hearing Poppy sneeze, which I never seen a bird allergy before, but you know what? Whatever. Know, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, whatever whatever I'm fine with it. Uh but hearing that sneeze is just such a critical part and for them solving this crime and figuring out who actually ended up being the killer. So that's the reason I end up going with Lucy. All right. Last but not least is the Ross, the person that you liked the least in this show, either because they did a good job and you're supposed to hate them or because they just kind of, they're, they didn't do a great job and they just weren't fun to watch. Who was your Ross? I went with two characters there. Okay. Uh, Kreps. Right. Because it's Michael Rappaport, and he was an annoying character. Right. I've never really liked Alice. Yeah, true. She didn't. She didn't do a whole lot for me in in this show. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. thought about that. And I don't know. I don't know if it's the actress, Kara. Uh, is it Delavine? Kara Delavine. Yeah, Kara Delavine. Yeah. I don't know if it's her. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know if it's her or that character. I just, I was, I, I was never a fan of that character and maybe cause you know, I love Mabel and she deserves better. That Country, may be part maybe. of it. Yeah. Well, but, uh, you know, I, I went with her and Krebs. I went with Michael Rapport as Krebs. And look, uh, we talked about this. It, the, the, Michael Rapport was actually really good in this show. It's just really good. He's supposed to be a character you hate. I mean, that's just, and that's, yeah, that's yeah, a credit yeah. to him. Uh, now what's also sad is if he hadn't done a good job, we would have probably really gotten this reward anyway, cause we normally just don't like him. So he was, yes, was yes, kind of yes. stuck with this regardless. But, uh, yeah. uh, but like I said, this is a time when I thought he did a really good job and I thought he pulled off his, his part very well because he was playing himself and that's what he does really well. So, uh, so that takes us to our ranking for this, our rating for um, Only Murders in the Building. We have a five-tier rating system here on the Main Attraction Podcast. At the top of our list is a Game of Thrones. If it is the best of the best, we give it a Game of Thrones. If it is just beneath a Game of Thrones, we give it a Lost. Middle of the road for us is Friends. Beneath Friends is a Full House. And at the bottom of the barrel is Baywatch. Where are you going with Only Murders in the Building Season 2? Man, I don't know how you couldn't give this show a Game of Thrones. Yeah, you got that. Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez yeah, exactly. throwing a hundred mile an hour fa- fastballs. Even when it's confusing, they pull it off. It's hilarious and it's entertaining. 
every episode, you can sit back and know you're going to laugh and enjoy yourself for 30 minutes. There is no fluff that you're wasted time. You feel like you wasted an episode. Because remember, like, even like comedies back in the day, they would have episodes where, one, they were writing 26 episodes, so it's hard. (laughs) But you were like, what was the point of that episode? That's not going to happen. Even when there's, even when you feel like you're not exactly sure, it it they did something to do move with the pot plot, excuse me, and it's funny and entertaining. Yeah, it is. It's funny Every and entertaining. Time. It's a Game of Thrones. Yeah, it, it is for me too. It is Game of Thrones. One of the things, and there's so many just small little touches to this, and it's something I kept meaning to bring up whenever we've discussed this show, not, and I kept forgetting, and I want to bring it up now. But if you'll notice, like at the beginning after they're done. The introduction after they've done the song, uh, they always put the name of the episode with like the podcast, uh, with like the yeah. name of the episode and like it's in a podcast. And you'll notice it's got, it'll be like four or five minutes into it or, or two or three minutes into it. And then it'll have like 37 minutes at the end or 36. The runtime of the podcast is the runtime of the show. Uh, that oh, they, okay. I and, never noticed that. And wherever, like it was in its current like pr- progression, it was like at two thirty. That's where it was in the show as well at that current time. Like that it, is really cool. It's just those small little touches that that yeah. this is already a great show, but doing stuff like that is just so like that's just what kind of gets to me. Cause that is such an attention to detail. Like we're doing a show yeah. about a podcast, so we're going to incorporate all this podcast stuff into it. It, it's just fantastic. I mean, like I said, well, I, go ahead. and I like how another of the small details, how they do stuff like Martin short mentioned, and this doesn't feel like a finale. I exactly. mean, they wink to the, to the, to the audience, right? They do. You know, mm-hmm. they did it last, uh, they did it last episode. I can't remember what it was, but they said something else, you know, they just do these little things like, Hey, we hear you. We know what you're thinking. Right, you know, exactly. I love that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so absolutely wonderful. And it's, and like I said, it's just, it, they do the big things really well, which would make it a really good show regardless. But at just the small little things that they do, that they add into it, just take it to just an absolutely another level. And it's, it, like I said, it's just fantastic. Uh, and let's mention one last thing. In our wildest dream, we never thought, I, I know it's 2022, TV is totally different, but if I'd have told you 30 years ago, Oh yeah, there's going to be this. Your favorite sitcom is going to star Martin Short and Steve Martin. Right. You would be like, nope, no way, right? Nope. No, One, you never think they would like reduce themselves to do TV. I mean, that's right. part exactly. of it. I that mean, was, yeah. That's- and that now TV is like it's just so weird. And we may actually end up talking about this at some point in our actually when we do our uh, things we're looking forward to. But I mean, TV has become a more steady job, and that's Absolutely. the reason why you have so many big name actors going to doing a lot more TV than we what we've yeah. ever been accustomed to. So yeah, uh, like I said, just just great stuff. It's is one hundred percent a Game of Thrones. It is as much of a Game of Thrones as anything that we have covered on on this podcast. So uh, all right, so that takes us to our recommendations what recommendations do you have for our listeners this week so uh i'm going to mention for all mankind i finished it yes uh, i know i know we may talk about it at some point so i'm not and i don't want to give out spoilers right, but I, I will mention i enjoyed it but it did take a step back in season yeah, three mm-hmm. compared compared to two uh they have got to work on some stuff there was some issues with uh some characters there was way too much drama yeah and they killed off more characters we love but and they also 
they brought in characters that they just introduced like we knew who they were and it didn't work because they had pretty much used the same cast in the first two seasons. Mm -hmm. So even like minor astronauts to minor people and the mission control, you had seen them and you had heard them. So you knew they're, you were familiar with them. And then they add these characters you didn't know. Right. And that, that, that hurts the story. You and I talk, they got to bring in some big stars in season four and get away from the drama. Get away from the drama that they used. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, it's hard. TV is hard to be on top of your game. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I think they could come back, and I'm hoping so. But I just hope this isn't the start of, of more of a downfall. Yeah. But my hope is they figure it out and they realize what didn't work. Right. And you got Apple money, man. Go find some yeah, big stars. Go find somebody. And look, it was a good season. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want people to, uh, I mean, it's still a recommendation. It's still a good yeah. season. It's just, it was not quite as good a season two. Yes. It um, wasn't game of Thrones. Like it has been right. You're right. It was not, it was, it was still good. It just was not at the same level that we had kind of gotten accustomed to after the second season of the show, but it was still a really good show uh, overall. But like I said, there are some issues. And if we ever go back and revisit it, uh, we'll, yeah. we might talk about some of those things but uh, we might have to wait and see on that. So uh, Yeah, and I was going to mention one last thing. Okay. And they did such a good job on the show of making us love characters. Mm-hmm. And when those characters aren't used like they should be and are taken away, that makes you have issues with mm-hmm. it. And right. that's some of your own success. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. You're, you're, yeah. I'm sorry about that. So, yeah. uh, Any other recommendations? Yeah. One last, uh, and the reason I wasn't on the podcast, I went and saw a bunch of rock music this weekend, <laughs> and I would highly recommend it. I went and saw Jack White Saturday night. I had not seen Jack White before. Uh, I was, I, I like the White Stripes. I'm not the biggest fan of his music, but I am now. Uh, he was incredible. Uh, him live, man, he he puts on a show, and we'll give him credit. Every concert, a big name should do this. You had to put your phone in the bag where you can't oh, use really? it. Everyone was in this show. Oh, well, cool. Everyone. And also, I don't know why this is. He had fans from 70 to 25, <laughs> and they all went nuts. I, there was a guy in front of us that's 25. He went crazy like every song. And there was a guy that was about 60 on the railing doing these dances. That was the only time I wanted my phone because I wanted to video him. <laughs> And remember it later. So I would go see Jack White in a heartbeat. I would highly recommend it. My other, I went and saw the Black Keys and their opening band was uh, Band of Horses who are fantastic. Both of those were awesome. Highly, highly recommend those. That They brought people of all ages. There were kids right. at the show. Uh, they even kind of joked about the Black Keys are college dropouts and they were like don't bring your kids to this show <laughs> these two men dropped out of college and now they've you know wandered into millions and have all these awards this ain't gonna happen exactly so it was really funny and it rained and it made the crowd go even wilder oh awesome <laughs> and so uh man there's something about being in a in a good uh concert and like i'm still my wife and i are still talking to like we've been still hearing the songs in our head and, and wanting to hear them again. So really good. And also I swear to God, the kid from white Lotus was in front of me <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I was like, that's gotta be him. It probably wasn't, but right. man, he looked just like a butch. 
maybe you're going for that look now. So good for well, him. Maybe. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my recommendation, I only got one this week. I've, I'm trying to save a few for a couple of weeks because I don't know how much uh, things are starting to pick up, but I want to at least keep a few on the back burner yeah. just in case. But the one I really want to recommend is I finally got around to watching Slow Horses. It's, I've been wanting to watch it. I need it. to watch that. I've yeah. been wanting to watch it for a few months and I finally got around to it. It's only six episodes long and it is a really, really good show. I mean, I was really impressed by it. I heard a lot of good things about it and it lives up to all the hype that i read about it but it is just an absolutely fantastic show and what's even better about it is the fact that i can uh, i guess i should probably wait and say this for uh the things i'm looking forward to but i'm going to go ahead and put it here they did the season one and two all at the same time so season two is coming out later on this year uh they, they even well, have, didn't they also approve them for like four seasons or something? i think so i'm not sure about that yeah uh but like because like at the end of of season two on once the finale is over, they said on season two or something like that. Like, what, what's going on here? Then they're already they're showing all these scenes from season two. I'm like, have they filmed this? So I went and googled it, and like, yeah, it's coming out later this year. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool with that. So, uh, but yeah, it's but like, it's thank really you, good. Apple. <laughs> exactly. Just commit to it. Do it all at once. Uh, but you know what? I just go ahead. I, I'm going to mention something after you. Well, I mean, you just it, me. with it being only six six episode seasons i mean you can do i mean basically two seasons for the price of one for the most part for them so yes. i mean it, work, it works great yes. for them so yeah i was gonna mention we also i want to recommend hulu yeah because mm-hmm. they have continuously put out good stuff yeah, they have. over and over they approve their shows pretty much immediately they give them time they give them the money they need uh, like you mentioned, if you can get it without ads, it's even better. They put out good movies. Mm-hmm. They ki- they keep good content. Uh, Hulu, well worth it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, most people have most people have a Disney Plus. So just tack it onto your Disney Plus. I mean, that's what yeah. I mean. That's what I do. So I mean, it, I get the Disney Plus, the ESPN Plus, and the Disney Plus. So I mean, it it, it actually it's it's fantastic. I mean, like I said, I wasn't really I really hadn't used it that much. There have been a couple things I'd watched, but the more and more that I'm seeing coming out of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really liking this this Hulu thing. So uh, I'm right there with you. I absolutely recommend Hulu. Absolutely, most underrated. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it's probably the most underrated out there. I don't think it's the best one, but it is still really, really yeah, good. It's not the best one. Yeah, but it's still really good for for everything they put out there. So, like I said, I've I've enjoyed a lot of what we've seen on Hulu recently as well. So. All right, so the rest of this week, this is not the last podcast that we are doing. Normally, we only do two. We are doing a third episode this week. I talked about this on our uh, first episode of the week, and we are doing a special episode on the rehearsal. We are about to go record that here in just a second. After we had our little discussion about it uh, last week in our recommendations, we decided we'd just go ahead and cover the whole season real quick. Uh, so we will be doing that here briefly, but we'll get that out to you guys probably Thursday morning. It's going to be an interesting show to talk about. I really have no idea how this yeah. conversation is going to go because I really, it's like I said in yesterday's podcast when when we I recorded with Blake. I still don't know if I actually enjoyed this show. It's it was fascinating. It was it was compelling. But I don't know if I truly enjoyed it. So we will talk about all that here in just a moment. And we will get it out to you guys on Thursday. And, and, you, and you should give the rehearsal a watch. Watch yes. two episodes. Yes. To, to make sure. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it is, it, is one of the, it is one of the most unique television shows you will ever watch in your entire life. I can guarantee you that. So uh, anything else you want to add before we head off? 
just want to tell everyone we appreciate you joining us and we will talk to you next time i would echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true